This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to The Scorecard with Barry Cronin and Mike Esposito, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine on Chicago's Sports Radio 670, The Score, and Odyssey Station. Oh, yes. The Parliament's. The Parliament's awesome. little North Carolina music today. Absolutely. Wasn't going to leave these guys off. That's awesome. For Greensboro, in honor of Greensboro, North Carolina, home of the Wyndham Championship this week. So uh, That's where we're thank at. You, thank you for that, Adam. Oh, yes, that's of course. awesome. You that's know I'm always awesome. giving you some good the, the music you love, Barry. So welcome Absolutely, back to the scorecard. Man. Absolutely. We are presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Mike Esposito has the week off. I am Adam Sizinski alongside Barry Cronin. We get to our next guest. On the score hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Jason Becker is the founder of Golf Life Navigators in Florida. Jason, thanks so much for the time today. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Hey, Jason. Thanks so much for coming on. So uh, people who uh, say Golf Life Navigators, what's that? Can you just kind of give a little thumbnail, a uh, little elevator speech about what, what Golf Life Navigators is for our audience? Sure. Uh, basically, we're just an, an online environment for people who are looking to flock to the Sun Belt, Florida, Arizona, or even you know in the Midwest, looking for a golf life. So, looking for a, a golf membership, a home, be connected to anything that is going to parallel that search. Uh, we're the resource to go to to help connect to uh, you know, not only technologies but just you know expert individuals and trusted individuals to help with that search. So if I am a uh, I am an Illinois and I'm a Chicago area resident and I am looking to uh, depart the lovely state of Illinois and to the Chicago area, then I I can uh, I can go to golflifenavigators.com and um, and maybe and I'm looking for a place to play golf. I mean, to me, when you when you leave the city, you leave your neighborhood. Then you have to find, you know, it's not easy to find people to play golf with necessarily when you when you go into a, a new city or a new community, uh, cold. Mm-hmm. So this this is a way to create your own community, then, right? Yeah, essentially. So a lot of you know folks from Chicago are looking either Scottsdale or Southwest Florida, by example. So you know, right. coming to Southwest Florida, there's 158 private club communities, wow. and for you to filter search that on your own and, and to go and meet with all those clubs about different membership programs would be nearly impossible. So we essentially created a technology that mimics, you know, a, a dating website where you put in your specific wants, needs, criteria, financial budget, and get matched to club communities that have all those things. So you can essentially expedite the search. Right. Yeah, like a dating app. That's pretty cool. So if I if so, 
what are some of the questions that they ask you on on your site that they would ask a um, somebody who was interested? Say, let's just give an example. Say Southwest Florida. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you want to move to Naples or or uh, Cape Coral or Sarasota, whatever. What what do you do? Well, basically, the the questionnaire is pretty lengthy because it's not. It's not just about the golf course or the signature hole anymore. It's about lifestyle and amenities and location and real estate, for that matter. So the the questionnaire tries to pull out those specifics. Now, yeah, it will ask if you're looking for a 36-hole facility or a great you know practice facility, but what about the health and wellness amenities? What kind of dining amenities um, are you looking for? Uh, what's motivating you to make this you know move in the first place? Is it about healthier lifestyle or uh, an investment. And so with those, those, when that data goes into the system and we're able to match on the other end for what the clubs have, it kind of gets you into a position, okay, I've been matched to these six great communities. Um, they all seem to have what I'm looking for from a golf life. And now I'm looking to parlay that search with a home search. So can we take it to the next level and connect with a, a golf certified real estate agent to, to say, okay, this community might work great for you, Barry, but it's not showing any real estate options in here that are meeting your, your needs from that end of the spectrum. So let's look at this community. So in all, it, it takes technology and human involvement to uh, kind of filter search that for you uh, in an expedited fashion. We're speaking with Jason Becker. He's the founder of Golf Life Navigators here on the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. If you've got something you want to ask Jason, go ahead and text the Score listener line, which is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. The text line is 312-644-6767. Jason, I'm, I'm curious. This is a pretty unique thing that I've never really heard of, so I'm curious how this idea came to you and how, how you got it started? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, I, I'm a PGA professional by trade, been one for 15 years, and uh, was a head golf uh, professional at a club in South Florida. And I had been at a number of clubs throughout my you know, the beginning part of my career, and you always had 20 or 30 members that really were not happy being there, and they made <laughs> it known that they weren't happy. And I, I often wondered, why in the world, you know, you're very smart people, why would you invest, you know, $50,000 in a membership and buy a half a million dollar home if you didn't know what you were buying into? And so when I started kind of, you know, asking questions, and I actually did a graduate school project on it, buyers really didn't have any resources. They had their, their internet and their peers. And that was it. And I thought that was a pretty archaic process for such a big buying decision. So one thing led to another, and I just thought maybe we could invent some sort of technology that could help, you know, filter searches for people from a, a tech side, but then also introduce them to trusted, you know, golf-centric individuals for the human side. And, you know, here we are today, six years later. Yeah, this is not, a, I was going to say, this is not really a new thing. You've, you've I mean, how many searches mm-hmm. do you have and, and how many... How many people have you really helped? You know, hooked them up with clubs or or homes or whatever. Do you have any any data on that? Yeah, I mean, we've had thirty eight thousand people uh, buyers over the last. Well, we invented the algorithm in two thousand seventeen, so the last four years, thirty eight thousand people use it from A to Z. Uh, just this year alone, over half a million people on the website. So it 
it uh, it's becoming and is the only really marketplace um, on the internet or in the world for people to look for that golf life, um, which is pretty pretty cool after you know all this time. And, and is there uh, uh, the users uh, are the people mostly from the north looking to go south, or how does it work? Primarily, Barry, uh, it's 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 mostly people that are looking to relocate. They're 57, 59 years old, have a plan, looking south to either be a snowbird or to relocate permanently, and so they use the platform. Uh, however, you you do have a lot of folks that are in areas of Sunbelt already that are making a lateral move um, or just different part of the state. They want a different, you know, uh, a weather pattern or, or whatnot. So there's really different motivations for everybody that uses it. Uh, but, it, again, primarily it's folks from the north. And you said that you you're, uh, you started in Florida and, um, and, and you mentioned Scottsdale. Um, what other areas of the country have you expanded to in recent years? So right now, the, um, the, the matchmaking technology works from basically Palm Springs, California, to Hilton Head. So all across the Sun Belt, every market imaginable where there's, uh, I guess, an oversaturation of golf courses. So where there would create confusion for someone coming in to, to have to do that search on their own. So that was phase one of this. We just launched phase two, which is the northern markets. So within the next mm. 30 days or so, users will be able to, you know, go to click on Chicago and filter search the different clubs in and around the area, connect to, you know, golf-centric real estate agents, and, and use the, um, the power of the technology across the north as well, which, to be honest, we've gotten a lot of demand for because you have a lot of corporate-aged folks that are moving to these markets or, uh, people that are just now finally ready for a private club, but the club that they thought they you know might want to join um, might not be that right club. So they're, they they want to look around and do their due diligence. Hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. well that's pretty cool. And and um, so there is some. And do you find uh, with the with the with the COVID and everything, how has that affected your business and and people's outlook on uh, on golf and doing do you know, using your service? Right. No, it was very interesting. So when COVID hit, uh, the industry as is, is a whole kind of put the parking brake up because we weren't sure what was going to happen. Are people going to, you know, bail on their club memberships because if you know if we get into some economic crisis like 2008, uh, that really hurt the club industry. But the, the one of the the really neat assets that we have is we have buying data and trend data. So as people use our platform, we can see what they, the future is telling us because the average buyer is you know, six to 12 months out from purchase. And we could see in April and May of last year that golf was going to get on fire. I mean, it, people were using our website uh, significantly more than they were before COVID. Uh, the demand for golf was increasing tremendously. So we started putting out you know, notes to, to the world saying, hey, get ready. Uh, it's going to get crazy here. And it certainly did. And so now many clubs are approaching a wait list now, um, if they're not already there yet, and just, you know, being flushed with buyers. The, the caveat to all of it is the real estate demand has gone through the roof as well. So this search has become not more, not so much about the golf search, 
at home as well. And I'm sure many of your listeners know there's a lack of inventory in the Sun Belt. And so consumers are kind of in a pigeonhole at the moment. You know, they, they want to make the move. They want to find a golf club, but there's just no homes to buy. Um, so the, the market needs to balance itself out here in the next six or seven months, hopefully. And those you're going to see a, a large migration of folks looking south. And, and how does the real estate part of it work? I get the club thing. That that's cool. You know, you 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 put on there. You know about how much can you spend on an initiation fee, and how, you know, do you need a big practice facility, et cetera, et cetera. And your and of course your location. But explain how the real estate part of it works. Over the years, we've seen um, a pretty significant increase in the 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 motivation to combine the search of home and club. So it used to be really about the club membership. Uh, that's high, on top of the hierarchy of, of importance. But nowadays, the home is superseding that. And pre-COVID, there was a trend of folks that said, you know, I want to buy a home with my membership, but I want to be a non-resident membership uh, member, meaning I want to live on the beach or near, near shopping and diving entertainment and then drive to be a member of a club. Well, that's that's a filterable option within the search you know, and the search criteria because not all clubs have a non-resident membership option in the, in the South. So you have to find those clubs that have that. So the, the, the search of home and club was pretty dynamic and it really put us in a position where we said, okay, we need to go out and create uh, a real estate program where we can introduce these buyers to agents who really know the golf communities because it's going to be, you know, just as big a part of the search, if not bigger. And so that's, that's how it all, that was really catching fire in 2018. And today it's even more important. Uh, I mean, we, 73% of people that are making a search want to look inside the gates of a golf community. So we, you need to have that resource available. So, so there was a, there was a, um, what you're saying is that there was a lifestyle choice being made saying, you know, I don't want to live in a, in a, in a gated golf community. I'd rather live, like you said, on the beach or downtown or whatever, and just drive mm-hmm. over to my, uh, to my, uh, golf community. Uh, but now that that's changed, you know, people want to be in a gated community more now. Correct. Yeah. It, it COVID, well, 2020 really as a whole made that shift. So, uh, it, it went from a 49% of people saying they wanted a non-resident membership to roughly 37% So, uh, in one year. And it, it was COVID. It was the civil unrest. There's there a lot of different factors to it. But at the end of the day, consumers are saying, no, I want to be in a safe, secured, and controlled environment. And that's what these gated golf communities are. And as we've seen during pandemics, you can play a lot of golf outside. So the demand for gated golf and gated memberships in homes is going to be very strong for the foreseeable future. Right. And mm-hmm. as you look around the country, um, um, people maybe people living here maybe don't know, oh, yeah, I've been to Scottsdale, I like it. I've been to Florida, I like it. Um, North Carolina, there's so many options you can there's for for people. Um, right. who have the resources. So are there any, 
areas of the country where you think, yeah, you know, uh, Florida's bid up pretty high, maybe, and and Scottsdale. Are there are there places where you where you see real value either in the real estate or or the club membership uh, initiation fee level? Yeah, that's a great question. It 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 it's all um, perspective on what that person deems as being valuable. You know, if yeah, obviously everyone has a budget and a financial you know plan they have to follow, but at the end of the day, it's what's going to make them happy and and what's going to make their spouse happy more importantly. So if if it means spending a little bit more in Southwest Florida to have that warmer weather year round. Uh, then, you know, that's the destination for you. But if you're looking for, again, the weather changes or the different terrain of a western North Carolina, um, you know, then that market's for you. And you can find similar price points in every market out there. Even if you have a low budget, a lot of people assume they can't afford South Florida or Scottsdale, Phoenix, but you certainly can. There's definitely clubs and communities and, and real estate available. It's just trying to, you know, obviously get connected with folks to understand that market and can help you. But, you know, making that first step, um, that's, that's the big part. What, what would be um, the, the initiation fee? What would be a lower initiation fee? Just so we can, we, you know, we talk into an audience and pe- we want to appeal to the greatest number of people. What would be the sure. lowest initiation fee you could get in a decent, at a decent club somewhere? And maybe it's not like, you know, it's not on the, it's not on the, on the Gulf of Mexico or the Atlantic Ocean or whatever. Maybe it's a little bit inland uh, in Florida. What would mm-hmm. be a, 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 an initiation fee that it, you think would be the more reasonable level? Well, so looking at the data that we have anyway, um, the 38,000 people that have used the program, the, the average initiation budget across the board is about 30 grand. Uh, mm-hmm. So that gets you your club membership, average dues budget of $7,500, right in that area. So that in turn is about the average benchmark for all private clubs across the, the area. They try to fall into that where that greatest demand is. However, Every market has, you know, clubs with initiations of $7,500 to 15000 even less than that. So one thing that the, the search technology can do is if you really don't want to come out of pocket uh, for initiation at all, yet you know real estate is a big part of the search, is try to find a bundled community. And that means I'm going to buy a home or a condo that automatically has a membership to the club attached. So there's no coming out of pocket for that initiation. You're a member at the club. Everybody's a member at the club. So you kind of, you know, the, the spreading of uh, any kind of capital improvements goes across the board. Um, it's, it's a great atmosphere and a great solution for somebody. Now, what the one thing that we always tell people that if you want to play golf five or six days a week in your future golf life, you know, bundle community might not be the best answer because if there's 600 doors, which could be 1,200 members, you know, getting access to the club might be limited. So there's the, the technology can help you find the bundle community, but you got to talk to the the trusted you know human to to find out. Okay, is this the right direction I should be going in? That's good. And then you you mm-hmm. uh, that's a great answer. Thank you for that. And then. Mm-hmm. You also connect people with the with the real estate agents. Is that correct? 
Yeah, we, we started a program a couple of years ago uh, where real estate agents could go through our, our golf certification class because we could see it in the industry. There's a, a pretty sizable disconnect between the agents and how private clubs work, and not a lot of communication goes on between them. So we tried to educate uh, real estate agents on just the basic dynamics of how clubs function and how to connect and meet with a membership director and what basically what to do when you have a client that's interested in a home in or near a club. And uh, so we put this program together online. Uh, agents really from around the world have taken it. And so they get this special certification. They actually have to test out of it. It's, it's not easy. And so people that use our website can be, you know, um, rest assured that the, the agent that they're going to connect with, if they'd like to, is going to understand the, what they're looking for from in terms of a golf life and have some sort of uh, pulse on all the clubs in their market and share that data and that, those resources with that buyer. So it's not just an agent who's farming one particular community. This is an agent who understands all the golf clubs in, in or around their community. That's so fascinating. Well, mm-hmm. Jason, it's mm-hmm. awesome, man. Golflifenavigators.com. Um, you compared it to a dating website, and 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 uh, I think you told me we were talking that um, you said that 58% of the people in the country, the divorce rate is 58%. That's astonishing to me. But when you meet somebody online, it's only 9%. So that's good. So you're, I think your algorithm with respect to uh, to golf clubs and people uh, is probably pretty good because you you filter things out and you get your preferences and. Uh, <laughs> and go from there. Certainly a wonderful tool, and a, what an idea. What a terrific idea. So uh, congratulations Thanks, to you. Thank Congratulations to you. Yeah, thank, thank you both. I, I appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Jason. Good luck as you continue to expand expand the website. It's a pretty unique thing. Again, yeah, really appreciate the time. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Jason. Thank you. That was Jason Becker, founder of Golf Life Navigators. I think and you need I, to navigate down there, Adam. Maybe there, maybe the there's Florida? a uh, you know maybe there's a golf club for you somewhere. There's a, you know I know where to go if I if I need to to find a golf club. I don't really plan on leaving Chicago anytime soon, but there's oh. obviously plenty of to. Well, you know, I mean, who knows what what the future holds? There's but, a and, lot and, of golf <laughs> clubs around here though that you there, know, there you is could, maybe can you know there is. But, there maybe maybe is. we could get Chicago golf to be on that in that list and uh, you know kind of sneak in there. Just kidding. Most exclusive <laughs> club in Chicago, folks. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think we'll find Chicago golf on there, but uh, but honestly, what a cool idea! And for people that are moving to different parts of the country, you know, where you don't have any family or friends or whatever, and even if you do, uh, just a cool place to just a website to go at least to get an idea of of what's going on in the golf community where, where you're going to try to live. So uh, it's great. It's I, I, I never had before you brought this up uh, then and said, he's going to be a guest this week. I'd never heard of something like this and it's completely like, it makes sense if you're an avid golfer and you're looking for, you know, to relocate and also want to be near the, whatever golf course suits you. That's, that's, that's where you got to go. We got plenty more to talk about here on the scorecard presented by presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin along with me. I'm Adam Stazinski in for Mike Esposito this week. We'll take a break and be right back on the scorecard. This is 670 The Score. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh. This is always comforting music for me. It is, I, isn't it? Yeah. It's just it's awesome. Reminds me. And, yeah. yeah. And be, and I remember watching this show with my dad growing up, and so it just always always takes me back a little bit. Welcome back to The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. I'm Adam Staszynski, filling in for Mike Esposito this week. Barry Cronin alongside, as always. And, Barry, we play this because we are in North Carolina this week, Greensboro, for the Wyndham Championship, and I know you had more that we wanted to talk about at the at the Wyndham, where Russell Henley currently leads 14 under for the tournament. He's got a decent lead over what really a log jam after that. Several people at 10 under, 9 under, and so on and so forth. Right, right. Well, we all remember Russell Henley. He was uh, leading the U.S. Open uh, out of Torrey Pines going into the weekend and wound up, uh, he played okay. He shot 76 on Sunday, but I think he was a top 10 finish, so Russell's back at it. And... The other thing we have, uh, in just uh, tied at 10 under par. He's got a four-shot lead, but we have three guys tied at 10 under par, one of whom is Rory Sabatini, a silver Olympic medalist um, <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago. These guys fly all over the place. And, uh, yeah, playing for Slovakia, his uh, adopted country. He's got a different flag next to his name uh now and uh, of course he's originally from uh, South Africa, so we had a good little laugh about that late, that last week. Uh, Justin Rose is uh, is making his way up uh, up at the top of the leaderboard also, so that's good for him. Uh, he has to have a good finish in order to get into uh, the playoffs, the FedEx Cup playoffs, which is uh, which starts next week. That's a sixty million dollar uh, uh, deal, and the winner gets fifteen million of it, so it's a it's a pretty good thing. One of the guys I wanted to mention about this is, of course, we talked a little bit earlier about Ricky Fowler missing the cut. He will not be in the playoffs for the first time in his 12-year career, unfortunately. Um, and uh, uh, Sabatini needs to finish top 10 in order to keep his PGA Tour card for next year. So the silver medalist is is fighting to keep his PGA Tour card, which is kind of funny to me. Um, the other guy I think is interesting here is a guy named Will Zalatoris. Remember him? He was our hero at the Masters. Uh, he took every took the Masters by storm, wound up finishing second. Uh, still does not have PGA Tour official status. So he's been playing all year. 
He's been making a ton of money. He's got a lot of P, a lot of uh, FedEx Cup points, but the points don't mean anything unless he's a member of the tour. And in order for him to become a member, he's got to win a tournament, and uh, he hasn't done that yet. So he he needs to win, and he's I don't think he's in a position to win. I think he uh, he he made the cut, he's, but he's tied for 41st right now. So he better have a re- really good Saturday so he can put himself in position uh, to win. Um, I think Will probably made a mistake earlier in the summer. Um, he, instead of playing John Deere, which is the week before the British Open, um, he went to the Scottish Open. And, um, uh, you know, it was probably a mistake. He probably, he might have been able, he could have been very competitive at the John Deere Um there's a template for what you do when you're a guy and you're getting a lot of uh, sponsor exemptions on the PGA. Uh, is you play a lot of them, and he could have gotten one at John Deere, and he he might have been a, like Spieth, he could have won that tournament, and he would have had a very good chance. Uh, he it's a it was a very you know he would have been very competitive in that event, and had he done that, as Spieth did uh, in 2013, um, he would have gotten all of his FedEx Cup points. He would have been eligible for the playoffs. He would have gotten a two-year exemption on the tour. But I think he I think he probably made a, a strategic mistake in terms of planning his schedule there. So um, we'll see what happens with Will. Um, so he'll probably, hopefully he'll get on tour next year, and, and he'll, but he's not going to be in the playoffs unless he wins this week. So that's a problem. So uh, anyway, and now the other thing I wanted to mention was um, – that uh, Doug Gim, who's uh, who missed the cut this uh, this week, uh, he's from uh, Arlington Heights, Buffalo Grove guy. He's already in the playoffs, so he's okay. Uh, and then at the corn out at the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, it's the final event, regular event for that tour this week, which is the, the developmental tour for the PGA Tour. Is uh, the top 25 players uh, on that list uh, get their PGA Tour cards for next year? And uh, our guy Nick Hardy from Northbrook and the University of Illinois is going to is among the top 25 uh, this year uh, on the Corn Ferry, and he's going to get his PGA Tour card. So uh, that'll be cool, and he he will uh, he can compete in the Corn Ferry playoffs and improve his status for the PGA Tour next year, and then uh, and then he can start playing PGA Tour events um, in September. So. Uh, Congratulations to Nick and to Doug. Um, both started out at Illinois Junior Golf Association long ago, and uh, and Nick's going to get on the tour uh, this this coming year. So congratulations to him. And when I know that Mike Esposito is smiling somewhere. Another Illini getting his a fellow Illini getting his PGA Tour card. That's that's he's got to be happy about that. So it's 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 almost as though we're not in the missing Mike formation. Uh, he's he's here in spirit. That. I'm sure. He is, he is here in spirit, absolutely. <laughs> and, and Espo will be back next week here on the Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry Cronin is with myself, Adam Staszynski, filling in for Espo. We do have to get to our final break as we get ready for our final segment. We'll stick with the Wyndham Championship, and we will talk next with John Dell. He's the sports writer for the Winston, Winston-Salem Journal covering the Wyndham Championship. So we'll come back with John right after this on the Scorecard right here on 670 The Score. 
Log on to cdga.org slash contest to register to win a CDGA season starter pack. In the pack, you'll get an Imperial hat, towel, and zero friction super tube with Spectra matte balls, tees, and a universal fit glove. Everything you need to start the season. This is the scorecard presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. I'm Adam Staszynski filling in for Mike Esposito, Barry Cronin. My co-host and Barry, our next guest here on the scorecard, we head out to the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. John Dell writes for the Winston-Salem Journal. He's covering the Wyndham Championship out in North Carolina. John, thanks so much for the time today. How are you guys doing today? Talk to you and... Uh... And of course, you do have some Chicago roots, so it's uh, you're back on the on the station. Maybe some of your relatives are listening. Yeah, I think they are. They, uh, my 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 brother Steve, who's a golf pro there at in uh, at Ravensclaw, he he listens to you guys every uh, every morning. So he goes, "Oh, I know that show." So it's uh, looking forward to yeah, good, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Good for him. Um, uh, well, well, thanks so much for joining us. We. Uh, this is a cool tournament, um, uh, John. I think uh, I think a lot of people thought when you had when they had that date, when Greensboro got that date, it wasn't going to be a great tournament. But it turns out you have a lot of good big name players in the event, and there's there's a number of storylines going on. Uh, it's not just who's going to win the tournament. There's all kinds of stuff going on underneath. Well, this this tournament has a lot of layers, and I think that's what is attractive right. to people. It's it's one of the deepest fields they've had in a long time. I know Tiger was here in 2016, and that kind of that that didn't just move the needle. It was the needle when he was here. But um, you know, the, I think the guys to kind of you know look the guys around the bubble that are here that are trying to get in the FedEx Cup playoffs, and that just kind of you know makes the the tournament that much better when the, when the field is that deep. Guys like Rory Sabatini, Matt Kuchar. Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, they're all trying to stay afloat to get into the playoffs next week. And it's amazing how well they're playing when they when they when they when they focus, right? It's like, you know, they go through the whole season, then all of a sudden, uh oh, down to the line, the pressure's on and, and they're playing well. Well, the good thing about the, the you know, this course, it, it's a birdie fest. It's a Donna Ross layout, so it's not too long. You know, it's very hilly. I, you know, there's probably not a flat lie out there, but if these guys hit the fairway, you know, the, the birdies are out there. And I think that's, that's kind of what they like. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a it's a birdie fest, and I think 21, 22 under is going to win, you know, on Sunday, which is which is always the case. But I think just, you know, if you're not shooting 65, you know, you're not going to be in contention. And it's kind of been that way for the last, you know, eight, nine, ten years here. Sure. Yeah, well, they, they hit it so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and, you know, you had uh, – I think Adam Scott was on the a little bit uh, on the bubble yesterday uh, because uh, he was uh, he was he he finished at four under. I mean, you get big name guys like this who are just barely uh, hanging on for their dear hanging on for dear life to get in the playoffs. Yeah, Adam's another one to take a look at. He's going to be one of the big crowd favorites here this weekend, and you know that's another aspect of the tournament is you know we they played it here last year in August and there were no fans, and so that it was kind of like a member guest. And now this right. year, you know, the, the fans are back and people are excited just to, to see other people and, you know, kind of be outdoors and, and watch golf again. And I think, I think the golfers and the players themselves will tell you it's a lot better than playing, you know, before empty, uh, empty golf courses. No, that's for sure. 
And, of course, Zalatoris went to Wake Forest, and he's there, and he's T41, but he needs a win in order to get into the playoffs. Yeah, he's a special temporary member. I, I, I've known Will since he was a freshman at Wake Forest. You know, Wake Forest is right down the road here in Winston-Salem. And, you know, he's. I tell him, how come you keep pledging for the PGA Tour and they won't let, they won't let you in as a member? He kind of laughs, laughs at that. So he's, he's been a year-long pledge. But if he wins this week, he gets into the playoffs. And, and if not, he's going to go over to Europe and play and, and try to impress uh, Steve Schrick or he wants to maybe, you know, get on that rider cup golf teams so, you know the Ryder cup team so he's he's playing pretty well he's at you know he's at four under and he's another guy to kind of look for that you know maybe there's a 64 or 63 you know for him today and what is Padraig Harrington uh the, the captain of the uh European Ryder Cup team uh a did he get an exemption to get in and b what's his what's his purpose other because it's not it doesn't seem like it's his, it's his own game well, I think I think it was a sponsor's exemption, but I, I think he's just kind of trying to to check out maybe the competition a little bit um, to see you know what he's going to be up against. But I know um, he he's not around for the weekend. He started out pretty well, 66, and then shot 76 yesterday. But um, mm-hmm. I think he's you know maybe maybe when you're a captain, you need to play some because it's kind of you know otherwise you're just kind of sitting around thinking, well, who what am I going to do here, or there, or the other? So maybe playing kind of takes his mind off what's ahead. Yes, and he's got three guys in that field uh, that are, uh, I'm, I'm not sure they're all on the team. He's got to make captain's pick. Molinari missed the cut, and uh, Fleetwood's got to play well in order to keep his PGA Tour card. And then you got Justin Rose, who has had a, not such a great year, and then all of a sudden he's in second place. <laughs> so uh, so I, he's probably got to be, at least he's gaining some knowledge about the guys he's going to put on his team. Right, because, you know, that's that's kind of the next big thing is that, that Ryder Cup. Um, I know the... You know, the FedEx Cup playoffs are big, too. But, the you know, the Ryder Cup is kind of on everyone's back of everyone's mind. I know Webb Simpson is another guy that's trying to impress to get on the Ryder Cup team. So, you know, there's a lot at stake, like you talked about earlier, with the storylines and guys wanting to, to make teams and get in the playoffs. So, you know, that, that's kind of the evolution of the Wyndham Championship. You know, this is the 82nd edition of this tournament. And just through the years, it's been all over the schedule between April when it snowed, you know, before the Masters and <laughs> – yeah. And now here, here in August, um, you know they've they've kind of found their niche, and you know Wyndham, the title sponsor, is on board. I think until like 2026, so they really are in a good spot. And I think next year the field will be even better because of the way the uh, the schedule is shuffling out for 2022. Yeah, so it's not going to be just about who wins this event; it's going to be who finishes in the top ten, and it's all it's all it's going to be real significant for. Uh, for the players themselves and for, for people who watch and who keep track of it. Well, I think what's the most amazing thing, and I, maybe these guys don't get credit enough for the, you know, the TV announcers and the stat guys, because they, they keep you posted like uh, every shot, it, you know, you know what it comes down to. I mean, you think about that, that's kind of amazing, even though, you know, technology's advanced, but you know, they know down to the final putt who's, who's in and who isn't. And I think that's kind of a miracle, but it keeps everyone, you know, kind of, it's on the edge of your seat here when you're watching on TV and, you know, just kind of figuring out uh, who's going to be in the playoffs. And once that final putt drops on Sunday, they know if they're in or they're out, if they're packing for home or packing for New Jersey. Yeah. Hey, what did you think of, uh, of Fowler yesterday? I tell you, he's, he, he didn't look frustrated. Um, he didn't sound frustrated, but I think he is a little frustrated. I mean, you know, that 
you think he'd have it, you know, earlier in the year, it looked like he was, you know, on the right track and, and this course kind of suits his game and he just, you know, 71, 72 and and he wasn't getting it done. I mean, you know, he stood up and talked to all of us reporters, any questions we wanted, he was there and didn't, didn't shy away and said, I just need to practice more. So he's, he said, he's going to go back and uh, go back in the lab and just try to figure it out. I mean, you know, he, he's too talented to just kind of, you know, let it go. And I just think that, you know, next year, maybe, you know, he can get back, back on the, the track again, but he's, uh, he's just trying to search and search and hasn't found anything. So uh, he's too talented to not find it. So, uh, cause he's, I think he's just 32 and he was one of the big crowd favorites here, you know, Thursday and Friday. And I know Mark Brazel, the tournament director was, was very happy that he came and this was his second time coming. He came in 2016, I believe. So uh, he's uh, he's definitely talented. He's just got to find it again. Yeah, he's a class act, and he's really he's really good for the tour and very appealing to the young folks. And uh, uh, let's hope he let's hope he keeps it going. And then, of course, you know, we in the Chicago area, our our rooting interest is uh, Kevin Streelman, who's tied for eighth right now, two sixty sixes. So we'll see if we can keep that going. And uh, but anyway, um, John, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really love to uh, to talk to the guys that are out uh, on the ground at the tour events uh, each week if we can, and uh, and we really appreciate you coming on and uh, giving us a little bit of the local flavor. No problem. And I talked to Kevin yesterday. You know, he's a Duke guy, so uh, he keep oh, yeah. keep close tabs on the Duke guys. And I asked him about the Cubs, and he said, "No, I don't want to talk about the Cubs." So uh, <laughs> he's more focused. Oh my god! Focused on the golf. Yeah. Oh my god! You got to focus on the golf if you're a Cub fan. And God bless all my Cub fan friends. You know, uh, uh, it's uh, it's not good. Well, thanks for having me on, Barry. I appreciate it. you guys. Uh, have a good uh, rest of the weekend. Yeah, thanks right, a lot, thanks, John. Really John. appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That was John Dell of the Winston-Salem Journal covering the Wyndham Championship out there in North Carolina. And Barry, that's uh, that's pretty much going to do it. We'll keep an eye on the Wyndham throughout the weekend. Mike Esposito will be back next week. And uh, this was fun, man. Good. Yeah, did a great job, Adam. Thank you so much for uh, guiding the ship into from from uh, from wherever we were out at sea into the port. And I appreciate that very much. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just I keep... could never do that. <laughs> I'm just keeping the seat warm for for Espo. Mike Esposito, Esposito excuse me, will be back next week. We'll thank our guests here, TK Kelly, the winner of the 2021 Illinois Open. Also, last hour we had Dave Hannon of Links and Tees and Addison. Jason Becker, interesting conversation about Golf Life Navigator is basically a dating app for golf courses, which is <laughs> really unique. And we just had John Dell on from the Winston-Salem Journal talking about the Wyndham Championship and that'll do it for the scorecard this week presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. Barry, thanks again as always. Mike Esposito will be back next week. You bet, man. All right. And uh, coming up next on the score early odds with Joe Ostrowski after that inside the clubhouse with Bruce Levine and Chris Ranji filling in for David Haw this week. Scorecard will be back next week again. Espo will be back and until then, keep listening to the score. This has been The Scorecard, presented by Chicago District Golfer Magazine. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.